And action. I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty in a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, drink the door. I don't know why you sound like Bane. Let's fuck on that. Fuck it, I'll just let it be awkward. Hey, this is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. Yeah, episode 460, the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies on this lovely Tuesday evening, Earthquake Free. I'm mm-hmm. your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. On the, I'll, I'll be your MC on the MIC. Joining me no- as always. Got nothing to rhyme with that, Harley. Yeah, Harley, just rhyme, you just fucking rhyme with your name, you dumbass. <laughs> Come on, man. Give yourself some, some some more credit. Come on. I don't take any credit. You, you set that one up for me, I guess. <laughs> and I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Yes, and we got a special guest. We got the champ. The champ is here. Woo! The champ is here. Now, how did you feel when you fucking came up with that fucking incredible run you had there at the last before the last uh, before the championship there i gotta be honest i was heading into the final thinking there was no way that i was going to be coming in first and you're not the only one yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was just so amazed that angelina could even without creating bonus points just pants us (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah it was it was uh it was weird she just like the first half of the season she just kept knocking out knocking out the park and everybody else was just kind of slowly falling by the wayside <laughs> yep so, that's that's yeah. exactly how it happened so so what do you how did you feel when you listened to the podcast and you realized you doubled down on a certified slater and got it <laughs> Were you just shooting by the hit? Were you just like going for it all? Like, put all the yeah. I, I I was going for broke. Yeah. I I thought, you know, I I had to throw it all out there, and I figured, uh, that yeah, well, was man. Yeah, there there are there are certain films when it comes to the Bad Boys podcast that you're like, do you know what? This could be a Slater. Um, Tony's always. Always, mm, always tricky for me <laughs> because he likes to keep it like that too. He mm-hmm. does. Oh. and look, I mean, we'll talk about it tonight. But yeah, we're... <laughs> there's there's some films that you just like. You know, this can go any of the four directions. <laughs> oh, it's like you uh, know, the, you gotta get like... the most points wins. wins we just said yeah. it can go any four ways. Like, thank you, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Enlightenment, and did you know, Reed, the person that scores the most points wins? Oh, they they win. Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of the movies that a lot of the movies that we'll talk about, you know, during the podcast over the years, 
they're like kind of shoe ins for Sliders for Fonzo and me. You know, we've we've waxed poetic about the eighties and nineties, you know, action flicks so many times when when you're gonna review a movie like Predator, you know, it's like Yeah. You gotta know, right? You got to. There's like so much excitement coming back and forth. I mean, you talking about it, and then you go, "Let's take it over to Tony," and it's just like silent. And he's like, "Yeah, he's like a fucking vampire coming out of the coffin, like just he's waiting like for him to listen." Oh shit, what's gonna happen? Giant bucket of water, and he just throws it on the fucking coals. Of <laughs> our excitement for '80s nostalgia. So he just shits all over our favorites. He's a, he's a tsunami of hatred. There you go. Denied. <laughs> <laughs> my death metal band <laughs> but um yeah that that particular pick you you nailed it and i remember we when it happened all of us were like oh i mean we were just like i, I mean, fell off was, my chair i was like yeah, yeah. That, that was exciting yeah it, it was, was like holy shit. shit because like you said it's it it should seem like a slam dunk right yeah like, there's some that you just you have a feeling right yeah this one at least for these two guys it'll be a slater I yeah, I, I I had a feeling, and I was just I was I was literally just going for it. I thought there's there's nothing to lose. Right. I may as well just give it a give it a punt. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, I mean, you guys brought it up in last week's podcast, where that can go horribly wrong, and it has with it has you for you. It yeah. really <laughs> has. You know all too well yourself. Yep, starting off a championship. With minus four points, isn't fun. <laughs> I remember that. Oh man, do I remember that? That was a tough one. I felt bad for you. I was like, "Oh, this poor bastard." No, you know what? It it added something special that championship just to be able to try and crawl it back. <laughs> yep. Reed Reed wanted his montage training scene, fucking a la Rocky Four. You know, he's just like, "We got this. Let's go. Come on." So, but no, so yeah. Me, so, yeah. So, Tony, let me ask you real quick. Do do we have all the calls? Or is D asleep? I we have three calls. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I haven't called, but I'll I'll make sure that I. Uh, we'll we'll wait. You... Go ahead, go ahead, and call right now. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Ree's joining us all the way from the future on Wednesday afternoon with this nice glass of what was it, gin and what. Uh, gin and oh, so we have uh, a a beverage uh, a, a soda here in New Zealand called L and the letter and P. Um, it stands for Lemon and Pyroa, which is a little town. Uh, Pyroa is a little town that has once again has a natural uh, water spring that. Uh, about 50 years ago, um, Coca-Cola bought the rights to. And uh, so they've been producing LNP, which is kind of somewhere between a lemonade and ginger beer. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I just to, to enjoy it. I get all... a six-pack from Amazon for twelve fifty-five. <laughs> Is that good? I don't know. Is... <laughs> six packs? That's a little pricey. It's world famous in New Zealand, it says. That's the one. Good lemonish stuff. Yeah. LNP. There you go. Fuck that shit. Pete and Pat Blue Ribbon. Blue Ribbon. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Pat Blue Ribbon. 
Damn, Cody came with the drop. Uh, we did, yeah, we did Reed say, fuck that shit, LMP. <laughs> That's oh, man. So, yeah, so pretty good, though, huh? Good lemonish stuff. Yeah, yeah. And put put some gin in there as well. And then, uh, yeah, after the podcast, Tim and I will go out for tea without the kids and oh, we'll have a blast. When you say tea, I mean uh, out to a restaurant for dinner. Oh, that's, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. No, no, we're not going to a restaurant to sit and no drink from teapots. No. Oh, okay. I was confused because you're like tea. That's the UK, uh, not teas and crumpets. That's that's the UK. Yes. You're getting it confused. So LMP, it looks like a beer can though. I like the 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 one liter one, the bottle. Yeah, most of our uh, soft drinks come in cans. Okay. Where's this at? Uh, These kids are taking a picture with a big ass bottle. Yeah, yeah, that's in Pyro. Oh, okay. Big-ass peacock. Uh, Actually, so funny story about that bottle. Um, It started life as a uh, Christmas parade float, Um, and it was a rocket. Um, I think it was like sometime around the time that you fellas went to the moon. And, uh, yeah, then they... Uh, once it was allegedly went to the moon. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, once it was once it was uh, finished its life as a as a space rocket looking thing, they turned it into a a bottle. We we'll go over there and take pictures with it now. Yeah, I mean, we have big stuff like everybody else does. We've got a big. We've got a big. I don't know Athens. Texas. You know everything's bigger in we Texas. Big, on me. Yeah, we got a bigger sheep. Oh man, I loved. <laughs> I loved in Houston. We went to a, a uh, what was it? A petrol station. I you guys call them gas stations. Um, called Buckeyes or something. It was bigger than most of our supermarkets. Really. And you could go in there and you yeah, could Palmer. buy pastries and Texas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love Texas. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, you work, you can rock your cowboy hat. You yeah, I time. could. No, I even I even found a a cowboy safety hat. Oh shit! <laughs> of course awesome. he did. What do you think of Foxton Fizz? You a fan of that? Foxton Fizz. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I, don't know, I looked up New Zealand soda and that came up. Hmm. Nope. Maybe there's a different name for it there. Yeah. But what's cool, I see, uh, like at the like a restaurant where you can, we can put your, you know, you can get the drinks like at A and P or whatever, the self serving ones. They have the L and P right on tap there. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Actually, when you guys were talking in the chat the other day about restaurants, uh, you were talking about Sizzler or Chili's or something. Applebee's. Yeah, Applebee's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we've got a restaurant here in New Zealand. Uh, it's a chain restaurant called Lone Star, which I think is Lone maybe Lone Star. Yeah, right. which is maybe well, our closest. Is the Lone Star State. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. So it's kind of roughly American slash Texas themed. All the meals are big. Um, yeah, Lone Star Cafe bar. Yep, that's the one. They even got a star in the in the. They got ribs and French fries. Yep. 
God, I had some ribs the other day. Reed walks in with a safety cowboy hat in that <laughs> joint. Howdy, y'all. I barbecued some ribs the other day and fucked them up. Okay. Like, good or bad? <laughs> no, that's bad. Yeah, like you fucked them up. Yeah, that sounds bad, dude. Uh, I, 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 I cooked them. I put them, I put them right over the burners, and it was on too high. And yeah, fucked them up, man. I was pissed. But anyways, cool story, bro. My... Cool story, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they got one. In, they got one in Christchurch, one in Invercargill, one in Gisborne. Yeah, I think we've got. Oh, no, there's much, many, many, many more than that. Um, I think we've got three here in Christchurch. Um, they're the sort of place that you go to for someone's birthday. Um, like the 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 prices are pretty good. The desserts are usually pretty good, and uh, generally, you know, they they give away. Uh, well, the only time we ever go there is whenever the kids have a voucher for, you know kids eat free or whatever okay is it pretty pricey no it's it's a it's a uh so the steak i think costs 35 or 39 dollars new zealand which um translated uh what would that be 15 no probably 28 dollars i suppose yeah, probably ain't spent twenty dollars on a steak. Okay, how good it is. I, I'll spend twenty dollars on uh, the fucking Korean barbecue, though. Still, still, still all about that Korean. I, I still want right? to. I still want the buffet. Okay, Tony, what's up? I, gotta, well, I don't know why I'm asking Tony. Uh, <laughs> Tony's like it's fucking delicious. It's worth a hundred dollars. Do it exactly. Well, I should yeah. be there. Nineteen uh, hours and twenty five minutes. Read it says. Round trip. Uh, I'm uh, I'm all about the uh, the Brazilian barbecue. Oh yeah, uh, Brazilian. What did yeah. I say? Korean. Yeah, yeah. a couple of countries off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Knew what the fuck you were talking about? Jeez Louise. Right, because Korean barbecue is a thing. Yeah, Korean barbecue is great. Yeah, it is good. So that's why I was like, yeah, I didn't think that Harley fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's weird that he likes to eat chicken and fuck him at the same. It's weird. At the same time, you're like the, you're like, the, you're like Jeffrey Dahmer. You'll fucking fuck I'm him and freak. then you eat him afterwards. Like, freak. It's weird, dude. Hold still. <laughs> oh, Reed, we don't want to keep away from you. So you're the champ. This is your show this evening. You are a star. You are our guest. Please let the fine folks. What have you been watching? And your glorious reign of championshipness. What what have you been doing? Okay. Well, I think. Last time that I came on, I had just started watching Shit's Creek, uh, which is on <laughs> Netflix. Shit's Creek? Yeah, correct. All right. Uh, it stars uh, the dad from the American Pie movies. Eugene uh, Levy. Eugene Levy. Yes. Oh. He's still alive? And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and his Thy son. Thy still black. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his son is, I, I think, the producer and star of the show um okay. it's about a, a rich family yeah <laughs> it's about a rich family who uh lose their wealth uh and end up in this tiny little podunk town that they own and, too right 
Yeah, that's right. And uh, about them trying to deal with that. And uh, yeah, when, when we started watching it, it was it was fine. Like you know, we'd be watching a couple of episodes before we went to sleep. And uh, then yeah, we just powered through the the thing. Um, it didn't really get our get its hooks into us until about the fourth season. And, and when we were just God like, damn, you gave it that many chances. <laughs> That's a pretty Jesus. Like, oh, if I kick, if I got good in the fourth season, like God, I would have been done. In fact, me and Amy were done. We gave it like six episodes, and I don't remember like ever laughing like at all. It was like it was no. Rough. That's the thing. It 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 didn't it didn't have a lot of lulls. Um, but something about the characters really got under our skin. And then, uh, like, you know, even just today, like I sent you guys a couple of, uh, a uh, couple of gifts in the messenger, uh, just related to Shit's Creek. Hey, and, uh, yeah, it just something about the characters really got it, um, got in on me. And, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that coming back. So, um, yeah, look, if you're looking, if, I don't know if you guys have, bedtime shows but Gemma and I do so you know we'll just usually find a show that we can just sort of drift off to sleep with is porn considered shows like um that? I mean if that's if that's what you you choose to do yeah go for that's it that's kind of how Tony rolls that's right <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know if that uh, lowers the blood pressure or not I know especially with four monitors on it's like Jesus Christ mm. But he does keto and shit and fucking, so his heart's ready this probably wired into his computer and he's, he's keeping stats and stuff, so he's good. Don't worry about him. He's yeah. Um, so that's uh, Shit's Creek's on Netflix. Uh, on Netflix as well is Russian Doll. Um, I I went through the, the first season of that. And, uh, yeah, so... It, is that a spy it, show? No, it's... It works off the same premise as um, Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. Um, so three episodes in, and the main character is still trying to relive the same stuff at this party that she's... Well, it's, a, it's her birthday party. Um, but then at the very end of the third episode, things change, and... It was that change that really got me hooked in the show, and it went off in some fascinating sci-fi realm. After that, yeah, I um, talked about it. What's that? I, re- I remember talking about it on the on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it. Yeah. it it was a cool um, change of direction for the show, and from that point, yeah, I was I was all in after that. Uh, cool. Um, another one is a show called Fleabag, which is a UK show uh, written and directed and starring Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, it's a half-hour comedy, and it's only twelve episodes long. Um, it's it's all wrapped up and it's it's done. Um, but man, just excellent writing. Um, it's really funny. Some of it's really dark. And, yeah, it, it was written in such a way that it would make you really sit up and think about what was going on. Mm. I think we're out of Harley's Alley. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd give that a crack, Harley. Uh, it's uh, called right Fleabag. On. Now, are these all night shows that you were saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, so they were all our, our night shows. Um, we just started another one. Um, I don't know where you guys would find it. I think it's an... Uh, it's either NBC or ABC. Oh, no, it's, it must be an NBC show called Abby's. A-B-B-Y-S. I've heard of that, yeah. Um, it's set in San Diego. And it's... Uh, so, Fonzo, uh, you remember in uh, Santa Clarita Diet, rest in peace. Oh, yes. Um, the female cop who lives next door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jesus so she she is the lead actress on Abby's, uh, which is filmed in front of a live outdoor audience. What the hell? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like Cheers, if Cheers was filmed outside in somebody's backyard. And she owns a brewery? <laughs> no, she doesn't, bar. she doesn't even own the house. She's renting the house, and she's just over a few years set up a bar and uh, people from the neighborhood come and drink at the bar. Yes. I remember um, in my Universal Studios tour, I saw the house where it's, be, it's being filmed. Oh, cool. Spoiler, spoiler alert. It's not in San Diego. It's in Universal Studios and next to the Burbs house. So, Well, I've been lied to. Yeah, sorry. Right when I drove by, they're like, oh, we're starting a new show called Abby's. We're such and such. Has a bar, da, da, da. so yeah. Right when you were saying all that, like, totally sounds familiar. NBC Universal, yeah. I'll have to, um, I'll have to find that video clip of me in the tour and see if I can send you that clip where they show the house. Yeah, yeah. And they're filming it, but that's it, though. Okay, cool. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm really enjoying. We're four episode, five episodes in there. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Are you watching it live then? Are you watching it on live, like on a? No, um, it's a uh, a local subscription service here called Lightbox. Oh, okay. Would AMG have it? I assume so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if this is on right now, you know, I'll just check right now, see if it's on demand. Let's see. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where. How do you guys normally get NBC shows? Well, I have cable, so I can get it, you know, through like cable box and you know, cable TV. But I think right. Hulu carries uh, NBC, I think. Because uh, I know uh, with The Good Place, which is another show that I really adore, um, oh, yeah. that's it, NBC. Yeah. And uh, also Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's on Fox. Um, uh, it was on Fox, and now it's... Because uh, Fox let it go. Oh, shit. Who picked Maybe it? NBC let it go, and then it was picked up. Off. Yeah, no. It's okay. changed hands in the fifth season. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you know, it must be uh, NBC that's picked it up because the Good Place podcast that I listen to, uh, they've started having interviews with the Brooklyn Nine-Nine cast. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hello. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, I heard the good place. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I was just reading that they they're gonna have a panel at Comic Con this year. Oh, cool! And uh, yeah, it should be forking exciting. It would be forking shitballs. <laughs> that's, that's what Amy told me. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like the, all the episodes are on demand. I think. On, on oh, cool! Uh, but yeah. So, but that looks like it's 
Original air date June 13, 2019. So it just started then, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, great. Um, right, the next one is a documentary. A lot of TV watch. How do you do? How do you have time to watch all this? Serious. Mm. Well, uh, like I say, the, the <laughs> this is built up over. Yeah. I don't know, since, however many oh, months. Last season. <laughs> since the last yeah. time was gotcha. Um, a documentary called "Bringing Down the House." I'll bring down the house, which is uh, focusing on. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and three other uh, oh yeah wannabe yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wannabe Democrats and uh, yeah just uh, following them as they try and uh, bring down the established white guys who are sitting in the seats at present. So not to be oh, confused yeah. with the with the Steve Martin and Queen Latifah bringing down the house. No, two thousand three. Okay, no. What what drew you to that? Considering uh, it's American politics, I I have been a massive fan of American politics. Uh, my father and I uh, loved watching The West Wing when it was airing, hmm. and then I bought him the box set, and he went through the box set of The West Wing. I don't know dozens of times, and. Uh, Ever since we've just been fans of American politics, um, it's nice to be able to have a distance from actually being affected by the politics. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's um, like when uh, Dad went to Washington a few years back, uh, and it was just before Obama's inauguration, and he brought me back a uh, an Obama T-shirt. So uh, I still have that uh, somewhere in, in, in my T-shirt pile here. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're big fans of just how the process works. So... I think the problem is it stopped working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's not go too far down that rabbit hole. Um, but uh, yeah, just just watching you know a documentary like this and just seeing what AOC had to go through to unseat the established white guy. Uh, yeah, just really heartwarming stuff. Uh, and she's finally, just a waitress. <laughs> and finally, uh, yeah, saw Spider Man uh, on Saturday night with the kids, oh, and yeah. that uh, uh, I mean, Claudia loved the the film itself, um, but uh, yeah, she wandered out and she just was so blown away by the after credits revelations. I keep, I keep hearing these two fucking credits are like the best, like ever. Is that true? Uh, yeah, look, it, it's, it's not something that just by watching them, you're going to be blown away by. It's nothing visually, uh, but it's the implication of what happens, uh, and what it will happen for future films and the universe as a whole going forward. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. 
Mm. And that's that. But, like, that's all you can say. Like, how was Mysterio, you know, Hardy's got a big crush on our boy Gyllenhaal, you know? Giggity, uh, yeah. Giggity. From Joe? Giggity Gyllenhaal was fantastic. Um, it's the first film that Claudia had seen with him, and she, like, is crushing on the guy hard. Oh, so, Probably um, But, uh, like, there was the one thing, like, uh, it's, okay, spoilers. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> the champ well, has spoken. All right, that's all the time we have for the champ. Do you just spoil Far From Home for us right now? Okay, look. What? In, no. in my defense. Holy shit. Chill out. In my defense, the film in the extra credit, uh, in the in the after credit sequence. Maybe I'm taking my headphones. I, I'm not even listening anymore. <laughs> I can't hear anything. <laughs> but anyway, I'm talking about his acting. I'm not Did talking about. Comeback? Yes, it's safe. So Holy shit. he's got his and he's and then I I was staring at his because it's quite Are a. You're still uh, spoiling it. <laughs> you're still spoiling it. What's going on right now? Nobody's got a problem about... with spoiling the new Spider-Man movie. Nobody has a problem with this. Am I losing my I'm, mind right now? I'm talking about Giggity Gillian Hall's acting. Oh, my. Yeah, <laughs> what he's about his... Sub... Oh, my gosh. Well, look, we all know every... Movie. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> See, there's another spoiler. Jesus Christ. Okay, that's. I should have never asked about the movie. Holy fuck. <laughs> wow. All I'm saying is... No, you said enough, my friend. Maybe Gyllenhaal <laughs> has the best eye acting uh, as an uh, as an actor today. Like, his the, the things that he can do with his eyes are incredible. Oh, there you go, kids. And that's all I have to say about that. Gin and Juice is talking... <laughs> I'm sorry, Fonzo. Fonzo's upset. I'm just, a, I'm just shocked. <laughs> oh, man. He said minor spoiler. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my mistake. Oh. <laughs> that guy gets away. <laughs> man. Uh, well, people that haven't seen, hopefully, Tony can bleep all that out and uh, <laughs> save it for everybody else. It's funny because I was, was going to go see it today. I guess I should have seen it. Right? Uh, yeah, should have seen it. Well, now I don't have to see it. Well, I, I can't unsee it now. I'm going to just wait for the whole scene to happen the whole time watching the movie. I was having a discussion on site yesterday with a guy who was asking me about Disney+. Plus. Um, and I was telling him, you know, what Disney+, Plus is and what it may mean for the future. And I said to him something that I've been thinking about that's probably a possibility and Piper brought it up while we were watching Spider-Man she said wow it must be really hard if you can't uh, see the, the film in the first week and I said to Pipes well there is a possibility with Disney Plus coming out that when Disney releases its films it could release them a week early 
for Disney Plus subscribers and still charge them, I don't know, $15, $20 to rent the film and see it at their own house a week before it opens in cinemas. Yeah, but the problem with that is you have a digital version of it online. It's going to be on torrent sites everywhere. Correct. So that's the problem, yeah. Yeah. But there is a the potential, you know, that they could do something along those lines, you know, and, yeah. and of course all I mean, the Netflix extra... premieres movies all the time, yeah, yeah. But it's funny you said that because I was reading about HBO Max. They're yeah. saying get ready to make friends in quotations because that's the name of Warner Media's new direct consumer streaming service set to launch in the spring of 2020 with 10,000 hours of content, including all episodes of the 90s hit Friends going to compete against Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus. HBO Max will combine content from HBO with a slate of originals and programming from Warner Brothers, New Line, DC Entertainment, CNN, TNT, TBS, True TV, The, the CW, Turner Classic Movies, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Crunchyroll, Rooster Teeth, and Looney Tunes. Huh. Think about that. There'll be the exclusive streaming rights at, at, at launch to all 236 episodes of Friends. One of the biggest shows on TV streaming. The exclusive streaming rights at launch to all episodes of Fan Favorites to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Hmm. Not right there alone. This is, you said this is what Disney's going to have? No, this is HBO Max. Oh. They'll have Friends. So my kids have actually been going through Friends as we speak. Um, we We sort of said to them, okay, it's about time you started watching Friends. And we watched a few with them. And I mean... That's something else I want to get into with the Magnificent Seven, but just the concept of things not aging well. Like oh, yeah, there is, there is a bunch of homophobia in uh, in Friends that we were oh, just like, oh, this is. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I never watched it to begin with, so. Yeah, I never watched Friends either. Yeah, Reed's a big fan of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jim and I, you know, that was that was one of our main shows. I mean, we bought the the box set, the one with all ten seasons. Oh wow! Um, Wait, so, yeah, Tony, do- your friends fans? Sorry, no, no. Never watched any episode. <laughs> I've seen some. Yeah, Tony hates everything. Hmm. They ain't got coding or some computer. I ain't got time for friends. So, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the show's called Computer Friends, then maybe. The IT crowd. Uh, that's it. Nope. Yeah. He, he don't even watch fucking Silicon Valley. Nope. Didn't like either oh, of those shows. Oh, so, uh, I don't know if this would sell you or not, Tony, but... Uh, nope. The... I'm, out. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> which, which show? Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. He gave it a shot. The... He didn't like it. Okay. The final episode of season one has the best dick joke. I've ever heard, and it still makes me laugh today. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic. Which, which one is that? With the chalkboard? I can't remember. And they're trying to figure out how to uh, have better uh, better speeds through the, the information packets that they're sending. Yeah. Mm. yeah, he can look up that on YouTube, I'm sure he'll find yeah. it. Yeah, it's pretty damn good though. Yeah, yeah. Like how long it went to is pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is that still going on? I don't think I finished the last season. Silicon Valley. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think they announced that this coming up season is the last one. Okay. We start getting repetitive. It's got old. Yeah. Yeah. I used to talk ballers too. I, I was watching that for a while and I stopped watching that one. Oh, man. So we all caught up. Reed's uh, TV viewing, TV roundup. Yep. That's all caught up. Nice. I'm all done. What about you, Harley? You seen anything? Yeah, I actually ended up. Um, we watched two. Um, two Homelands? Homelands. Would you watching that? Oh, no. Fucking Shameless. Oh, yeah. Shameless is our, is our. Yeah, we're season. We're just about finishing up season seven. That's that's probably my favorite show of all time. It's just get fucking the great. fuck out of here. Swear to God, dude, it's absolutely no way. It's yeah, it's great. Wow. Anyways, um, they managed to keep it fresh season after season. They managed to uh, the the reason why it's so special is it has run so long, but a majority of the characters at the beginning of the show were prepubescent and eight years later they're they've gone through it so they're basically grown-ups now and it's all the same actors and actresses so you really see this evolution you really see these arcs you really see the progression of all these characters from from being little children to now big teenagers kind of thing so uh it's very interesting and then, uh, I mean, William H. Macy, ironically, I, I was talking to Chris about it. His, he, you know, he's the father of the family, but he's such a degenerate. He really has nothing to do with the family. The family's constantly kicking him out of the house. The family's constantly, I mean, nobody refers to him as dad. They don't call him Frank. And um, they, I mean, the, you know, spoiler alert, there's actually a, an episode in one of the seasons where they tried to kill him. Like, wow. fucking threw him in the river. Like, they genuinely wanted him dead. That's what kind of deplorable human being he is. But, um, it, you know, and William H. Macy is so goddamn good as this despicable character. But his his storyline is secondary to the family. The family is sort of run by the oldest daughter. And that's, that's really... That's why you watch it, huh? Uh, no, it's because there's lots of chickens in it. <laughs> Bullshit. I had the same question when you were watching Weeds and got in trouble. Um, <laughs> say? So, it, so ironically, I mean, the show could even go on without William H. Macy because he's his storylines, while he's in it and he has storylines, they're not central to the families. And uh, I mean, we'll we'll go several episodes without him ever interacting with any of his children, which is mm-hmm. quite comical. But yeah. but yeah, I, I just love that show. So no, we um, Chris wanted to watch Blues Brothers, and I know we had talked about it. We'd reviewed it on the podcast just a couple of years ago, and uh, she for some reason she wanted to watch it, and so I was like, yeah, fuck it, let's watch it. So it was actually last weekend i think it was like saturday we watched it and we ended up watching it in two sittings just because we got tired but um this show's like show this is one of the greatest action musical movies of all time like this is a slater on slater like it is i mean it's you know it's campy the the storyline but the amount of like i mean this is like 
gone in 60 seconds level car shenanigans, just the insanity. Um, and I, I did some Wikipedia on the making of it. It was quite, it was quite interesting with Dan Aykroyd writing the screenplay and never writing a screenplay before. And it was one of those movies, you know, the budget spiraled out of control. I mean, they went through, they went through like a hundred cop cars in the movie. I mean, just the insanity of making up, you know, there's no special effects back then in 1980. So, um, yeah, dude, I love this movie. This is like, if I just want, and it's a musical. I mean, you have these musical pieces with Aretha Franklin and and um, uh, uh, what's his name, um, fucking uh, uh, something Ray Ray Ray. Um, I can't think of the fucking blind piano player. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Thank you, the Kiwi over here. Um, <laughs> just just amazing. The, the movie is it's long too. It's it's over. It's like two twenty or something like that, but it's like it's like forty five minutes of like insanity car chase scenes, and then these awesome musical pieces, musical scores. Um, so yeah, that's fucking Slater. Um, and we talked. That about was that. a fucking movie. I don't need to go, need to go over it. Uh, but what we did watch, and this was motivated largely by Tony wanting to pick um, Glass is homework. But uh, Fonzo, I don't know that I don't think you've seen Split either, right? But Tony, you saw it, and I remember you liking it. Yeah. And uh, you know, if Tony liked it, it's good, right? Because <laughs> Tony hates everything. And uh, Tony, man, he had the finger on the pulse because this movie kicks ass. Like, um, M Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong, he's kind of doing his thing, you know. Um, it's a slight break from his norms with the kind of gigantic plot twist at the end. This one has a little bit, but it's, it's nothing like, like some of his other films. Um, McAvoy is fucking insane. Like Academy award. I mean, this guy is an absolute, he's a brilliant actor for all I'm concerned. Um, you know, I think he's going to typecast himself being with the success of the X-Men films, but, playing the multiple personalities he plays an old woman he plays a gay guy uh and he plays it very convincingly and then at the end in one take you can see him go through like four or five of the characters of his personalities you and no 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 that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's more work for Tony. You have to bleep everything out now. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and I didn't like Tony. Let me ask you. Unmute yourself, Tony. Okay. Um, without spoiling <laughs> it, what did you think? How did you feel about the connection? So this is a quote unquote sequel to Unbreakable. But there's no reference to it at all. It's a complete standalone film, except for at the very end. Did you feel like that was a little forced? Yes, until I saw the trailer for Glass, and I was like, oh, okay. okay. Now, I got to tell you, I read the plot synopsis for Glass, and it does not excite me. I mean, I'm going to watch it just because this is kind of an interesting trilogy. Um but um, 
And you haven't watched Glass yet, right? Because you want to make it the homework. Right. So um, this was a high dollar. I mean, this was this was a really kick-ass I'd film. Buy that for a dollar. Um, it it all worked. I liked the old lady. How she she really kind of like was taking. It almost felt like it, it felt so plausible and believable that you know he's got these multiple personalities, but the 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 sort of uh, plot that felt very authentic was his therapist she knows of all these distinct personalities and the keyword is distinct it's i mean she was saying like you know these people will have a different personality and they will have a physiological change like they believe it so devoutly themselves that it actually changes their physical actions and um and we we get that at the end with uh, with James McAvoy, and it's compelling. There's some decent special effects, and um, yeah, yeah. I was, I mean, fun later for James McAvoy's performance. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting, um, very interesting film. I, I would say it's better than Unbreakable. Um, Unbreakable's kind of you know more of a traditional M Night film. Um, this one is just kind of this suspense drama, and then it gets kind of there's these moments of sort of thriller esque, which for the most part work. I, it's not a perfect film. I, I think there's some some uh, some cl- not cliches, but there's some tropes that we've seen done before. You know, kind of jump scare here. I mean, it worked as hell with Chris. She jumped out of her fucking seat. Um, so it you know it it's it's not a hundred percent original, but um it's as original as you're gonna get, considering James McAvoy has twenty four fucking personalities i mean you're you're essentially only introduced to i think about five or six of them um but uh and then the supporting performance by i don't know how you're gonna fucking pronounce this chick's name a- anya taylor joy anya anya Maybe not sure. Anya uh, is is compelling. She's very Anya, yeah. So um, she's very good in it. So and it's basically the three characters: the old lady and uh, this Anya gets kidnapped with her two girlfriends. And uh, yeah, high dollar. I'm curious to see Glass. Although, like I said, the, the, I haven't seen a trailer, uh, and I won't just because we'll watch the movie. I'll have to pick up one of these podcasts. But um, yeah, that was a good movie. Good pick, Tony. Cool. That's that's all. I got. That's how you got. Tony, did you see anything? Yeah, y'all want me to tell you why you shouldn't give Disney? You shouldn't reward Disney for making Dumbo. Oh, <laughs> let's hear it. Tony's rant. Tony's about to rant. Yeah, this had potential. This had potential because it had had the look. Dumbo looked cute as fuck. It looked like the Dumbo cartoon come to life. Um, but that was like the strength. Uh, they had a lot of... Tim yeah, It looked good. I mean, visually, it was it was very appealing. Um, but they t- 
turned it into a not dumb like it's not focused on Dumbo. Like there was some other plot and this bigger plot than it and it was like Dumbo's a simple film. <laughs> it's like it's an elephant with big ears and he, you know, he can fly. Uh but they turned it into this other bigger tried to make a bigger move you know, plot drama out of it. Um, you know, they they threw a bunch of a-listers we got you know colin farrell he, he's in it for the whole time he's he's like the main character but you got like michael keaton eva green alan arkin they got a, they got thrown in there and and they, they they were thrown in to add the extra drama and i'm like fuck off just show me just show me dumbo like you know i, I don't know it did it, it it bugged me it bugged me because they tried to make they made it they took it too far and the animals didn't talk Oh, that's weird. Right? Interesting choice, yeah. Yeah. He'd have little mouse friends or whatever? Right, no mouse friend. Hmm. It's, to do with it's the feather a tough trick. one. This is one of the earlier, um, you know, Disney show, Disney movies. And I, I think, like you said, the fact that it's such a simple storyline, you know, it's like Pinocchio kind of thing. It's like, you know, we're going to get a live-action version of Pinocchio. It's just a matter of time. Um but it, it, it does make it difficult. And so it's like, what do you do? You know, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you do this without it being, you know, completely non original? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, and they had a lot of, uh, the, the, the callbacks, homage, like they, they would have the, the, the they had a, a, something like a pink elephant scene. They had, um, they they had a little bit of Casey Junior song. They had a, they, somebody would drop a line from like one of the Crow songs, um, but overall it was just eh, like it lost. I, it lost me about a third of the way into it, um, and I'm just like, nah, not cool, not cool. So yeah, it's a waste of time for me. That would be mm. a waste of time. So would you give any more Disney movies a chance or no? Like yeah, know. give me some talking animals. I'm, I'll give I'll, I'll give Lion King a chance. I think so you'll that's, give Lion King a chance. Yeah, Aladdin. It's gonna have to wait to see how Lion King turns out. Okay. Fair enough. And then uh, what was it? Didn't they just say they're gonna make a Mulan live action? Yeah, they just released the trailer, trailer for it. I heard about Mulan. Jeez. I heard about uh, yeah. Then all the posts on the Messenger. The Mermaid. Area. The Little Mermaid, Little yeah, Mermaid. the cast, Helly, yeah, no, like, something, Helly Berry. I heard no. that the strategy is to shit all these movies out so they can have Disney Plus. Then have a bunch of movies for Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. That makes sense. But again, when you see Lion King, it's just a fucking mirror image. It's like I'm okay with that. You are. Yeah, it's because it's 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 just like it looks live action. You know, it's just enhanced graphics. We like yeah. the original story. I don't expect anything anything different. Just the visuals. Talk to my kids like like I don't like the other one looks boring. We want to watch this one. I'm like motherfuckers. This cell animation, man. This is high end drawn. Yeah, but only old <laughs> farts appreciate OG, old shit. Like the OG. Yeah, only yeah. old people appreciate the old shit. <laughs> yeah, man. But fucking. But when you watch the trailer, it's it's beat for beat. It's not even anything different. That's, That's okay. I'm okay like, with it. I don't need anything new. But you fucking know everything's gonna happen. There's no nothing so? new. So do you so do you go do you rewatch movies that you know everything that's gonna happen? Yeah, but not in the fucking. Well, there you go. I do, but well, there you go. 
now all the time. Yeah, and and Fonzo, you but it's not a you, remake of something else again. I'm not seeing like they're remaking you, Terminator Two with better effects to watch it again. It's like not a carbon copy though. That's just just it's just weird. It's not even. I thought they would do something new or different. But when they show the trailer, like it looks like the fucking cartoon. I'm like, man, I'm watching the same fucking movie. I think it's, it's if they're not trying to paint it as if they're anything doing anything new, then what's wrong? Like they're they're advertising the truth, right? It's like, hey, we're just doing exactly the same thing, just just different graphics. Yeah, fuck that. Well, there you go. You don't have to go watch it. I'm not. Yeah. I would have been stoked if the remake of uh, Magnificent Seven was just a carbon copy of the 1960 film. Which nice is segue. a copy copy of Seven Samurai. Correct. Oh. <laughs> oh, is that a, was that a segue? Was that a segue? <laughs> I, um, that's kind of where I'm thinking. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah, it can be, but I just want to say I finished Stranger Things Season 3, oh. and uh, I loved it. I'm totally back into it. Um, stuff at the end happens that possibly might be another season so and i'd really? be okay with it hmm. i'd be happy so um yeah thoroughly enjoyed it it's it was only eight episodes so a lot of no no filler episodes which i like huge budget everything looks brighter more expensive great special effects big big um like the, they, i think they created a whole new mall for this fucking show so it's uh hmm. it's really cool yeah um are the seasons connected or are they completely standalone? Yeah, they're connected. Yeah, same character. Oh, okay. Same, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I watched yeah. the first episode and I, I'm not sold. I might just watch the last episode and be done with it. There you go, kids. <laughs> yeah. This is a trick for uh, all you Netflixers out there. Just watch the first and the last episode. That's all I need. And then was it Sunday? Sunday night. Uh, yeah, I saw Return of the Living Dead screening. Loved it. Still holds up. So much fun. Especially with an audience. That's a, such a crowd-pleasing movie. It's great. Got to see it with um, two of the cast members that were there watching it with us. That's always that's always a lot of fun. So, yeah. It's a high dollar for Return of the Living Dead. I'd buy that for a dollar! So, Reed, you chose the homework, being the champion. It's a uh, little perk you get. And... Uh, yeah, he chose a 1960 66 or 66. Oh, don't you love that music? Like, as, as soon as I put the the film on, I was just like, oh, I remember this music. Yeah, it just plays right off the, yeah, right off the bat. I love when a song yeah, has a character. Like, it's like part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And, like, like I sort of said before, you know, if they'd just, I don't know, updated that and chucked it in the score of the... The, the new one and just kept the the characters the same and the uh, the plot the same which it kind of was but they they ended up throwing a bunch of other stuff in there that just cluttered up the film uh, the but, new one uh, yeah yeah that yeah. was the new one but the the old one it's something that um I think it was, you know, one of my dad's favorite films. It's one of my father-in-law's favorite films. Mm. Like, it's something that I'd sort of seen a bunch of times when I was younger. Yeah. Not something that I'd seen probably in the last couple of decades. And, yeah, I've got thoughts. <laughs> um, why don't you give us your picks first before you hear oh. any of us talk? 
Good point. Um, I think... Uh, I'm just trying to think of a voice to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do... The motherfucker's going to come out of us Yeah, you steady slicker. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give a little accent there. Giddy up. Well, I, I, the only one I can think of doing, unless it's like a deep voice Yul Brunner thing, is oh, uh, just one of those real stereotypical Mexican guys. <laughs> mm. Which I love or you want to offend. This is only offending on this podcast. Um, so, yeah, uh, what am I going to give you? Uh, so, uh, this this film, uh, I think Harley, he's going to give it a dollar. And uh, Fonzo, well, he's going to give it a dollar. But Tony, <laughs> he's going to give this film a waste of time. He doesn't like it. Nicely done. Yeah. Wow. That's not in Chinese, Harley. <laughs> it did. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. That was that was racist of me. <laughs> wow. You know what you are, Harley? You're a half wit. Hmm. Oh, that's a, a no wit. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, th- this film, it didn't age well for me. Um, there was a bunch of stuff in here. Uh, f- some of it relating to, like, w- when they sort of uh, take the first couple of scenes where they're taking that, um, that body up the hill and they need to get it past some old racists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, the, the, the racist guys, yeah, they were stereotypically racist and they get it to the top of the hill and the, the conflict was resolved because he shot their hands and then all of a sudden they were just like, oh yeah, okay, fine. We're not racist anymore. We'll wander (laughs) away. (laughs) Um, when they got to the Mexican village and first thing that they're talking about is like these well the the little shithead guy who follows after them mm-hmm. you know tells them that they're worth nothing and they're cowards and what have you and they're like oh yeah we'll let this guy hang around yeah so they throw him a party and then they're not even watching the party they're all climbed trees or making uh, little trinkets and they're busy worried about when they're getting going to get their end away, but they can't because there are no women. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is rough. Like, <laughs> no wonder the uh, the boomers that we have to deal with these days have a, have trouble with consent. If this is what they were watching when they were kids, <laughs> you you just refer to American baby boomers as your problem. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not talking about just. I'm not talking about just American baby boomers. I'm talking about my own father and father-in-law and oh. their cronies. 
Um, it's it's tough when they this get is, to yeah, a thing. A, a lot of old people refer to as the good old days. Yeah, correct. <laughs> you can put a kid over your knee and smack them on the ass, or yeah, and bring a woman. And it's yeah, you good. can you can have an interaction with a woman and hold her by the hands, and she can say to you, "Let go," and you're like, "No," because I don't want to, and end up putting her over your shoulder and taking her back to people and being like, hey, you know, did you think we were going to rape you? And she'd be like, yeah. And the response to that was, yeah, well, maybe, but not right now. <laughs> oh, my God. It did not rub me the right way. Well, like, <laughs> we watched with Jack Nicholson where there was, there was this constant, like, reference to him sort of having the right to rape her because they were – "Quote unquote legally married," yeah. and it was just—it was very uncomfortable. But it was so common back then, you know. Yeah. There's no sensitivity to it nowadays. Yeah, it 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 makes you realize that this film was filmed sixty years ago, and mm. things have really changed a lot in sixty years. Thankfully. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the the fighting and the 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 plot to to save the village. Yeah, I mean all that's cool and like that is. I mean, as Fonzo brought up, you know, the Seven Samurais thing. That's an iconic story that will hopefully keep getting told in different versions throughout time so that we can see I don't know maybe where humanity is at each time that it's told mm-hmm. um, yeah it's it was it was a shocker for me that I turned this on and all of a sudden I was being horrified for something <laughs> that when that music played like I was in and <laughs> you know I, I know the the story and you know I'd grown up watching it and all of a sudden I was looking at it with different eyes and I was just like, oof, like, and I, that, like, that's something I've got to ask you guys. Like, how do you, um, how do you rate a film when you've already previously rated, like, as a kid, this film would have been a slater for me. I've been like, yeah, this is to me what a Western should be. But now I look at it and I'm just like, I I need to to rethink my my thoughts on this film. And had like, have you guys been through that with a film before? I was trying to think when you were saying that. I was trying to think. Every goddamn time we want to watch a movie. I mean, <laughs> there's a, there's that so, nostalgia factor that these two knuckleheads always bring in. It's like, oh, they love it. I'm like, no, that was a terrible movie. Because I know, Tony, you were talking about that when you were doing Robocop recently and uh, uh, there was another couple that you were talking about recently about the nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like T2 was another one. That, you know, you've grown up with these films. and T2 is not the greatest movie of all time because it's a nostalgic film. It's a 
perfectly made. Yeah, it's a, film. Get it so right. Thank you. Yeah. Careful, careful, Reed. <laughs> well, I stepped into that pothole. <laughs> what was that? Double down on piles of shit? Negative points, Reed? Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just interesting for me that I now look at this film and I see a different film. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was, that was kind of sad for me when I finished it. I was just <laughs> like, look, this isn't what it used to be for me. And yeah, there's a, there's something that's lost in it for me, but yeah, it happens all the time. It's one of the reasons I don't revisit old movies anymore. I'm just right. like, let it just stay there. Cause yep. I'm going to rip it apart. Well, see, I, I noticed on Twitter this week, there was a bunch of people talking about Forrest Gump and how, like, that film just keeps getting worse. Oh, shit. And I was just like, well, I I enjoyed that film the several times I've seen it, and I've never... You know, I've, I've heard people refer to it as a bad film in the past, but I think maybe... Because uh, when I was reading through this article about it, it was talking about the American experience and sort of showing a cookie cutter uh, view of America. And that was the way, but I can see how as Americans and this, the, the guy writing the article was American, how you could be offended by some of the things that were used as stereotypes in that film. But having said that, the other stereotypes that, a foreigner like myself looked at and was like, yeah, this film is great. Um, but I can see, yeah, if, if somebody was making a film about New Zealand and it was a 90 minute film about cheap and LMP that, uh, things would be a bit different. I, I think you've got to be careful about reviewing a movie when the perspective of the time was such and let me try to rephrase that a little bit uh you look at uh some of the old some of the earliest like big epics you know gone with the wind and stuff they you know sort of glorify racism and sexism and slavery and, and stuff like that and they they uh glorify antebellum south uh american history and you it's it's very easy to to watch something uh uh and see it from your perspective from 2019 or we mm. we know that women are equal and we know that you know all men and women are created equal not just white landowning men um we we know these things now but we didn't in the past and it's it's easy to look back at our mistakes and say, God, we really fucking we really we really screwed that one up. Um, but when I review a movie that say from 1960, I'm reviewing the movie and not the people of the time. If that makes any sense, I, I try to look at the movie from from a perspective of the making the actual the cinematography and the score and the you know the screenplay and the character development and of course the special effects if there is any considering how old it is the action the this the that i try to review the movie for what it is as a movie not as a 
commentary, so to speak, on the period in which it came out. Sometimes the movie is, it's intended to be a commentary. I mean, we've watched lots of movies where um, there's an underlying commentary. You know, sometimes the the director forced you, and sometimes it's a little... Go ahead. And I think that's where um, the artistic... Like, is the movie art reflecting life of the time is it commenting on it or is it trying to establish it like is it saying oh this this is cool like like just read about netflix is going to change their programming to not have smoking because they recognize that they are an influencer right and they can actually affect life they're no longer reflecting it now they're actually influencing it so if if like a, a movie is promoting or or glorifying a particularly bad behavior, that's a negative on the movie. If they're just reflecting on it, like this is the way it was, but they're not actually painting it in a in a positive light. Well, that's that's uh, that's a better way. That's better for the movie. If they're commenting on it, then that's another one, right? And I think yeah, that that, I, that has a big a uh, big part of it too. I'd be nervous about any sort of. Silicon Valley company in regards to censoring offensive material. I'm not, like, yeah, I, that's that's another that's another tangent that yeah, we can go on. I was exactly. just bringing it up at the, the the idea that entertainment, something that's made for entertainment, can influence people. Um, and so Absolutely. bringing it back to this movie, the, yeah. we're talking about um, you know the the women and rape, and and they made the joke like maybe, but they didn't. And I felt like this movie used that scene to show how uh, work-oriented those, those guys were. They're like, we're here on business. We're not dealing with you. And the guy even said, "Nah, let's send them away. Take them away. We don't want to deal with them. Like, don't, don't, don't. Like, he was, he was all about just putting them, hiding them again. And they're like, no, no, no. We need to protect them. Bring them over. Or, or he, he even wanted to. We saw him ogling the girls later. But for, for but the movie was wasn't it wasn't glorifying it. It wasn't, you know, like, like the Jack Nicholson, uh, what going South, running South, whatever. Um, that one was a little more sketchy in how it portrayed that. This one was more, it more, it was more like just a reflection of the time. This is how things were. Um, but these guys, they were all business and they were there to, you know, defend, defend the, the village. So that's how I, I saw that scene. Is it was it was more there to establish character. Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't heard from Fonzo. Did he? Yeah. Did he drop off? No, I'm still here. There. Yeah, I'm just. Right. just oh. I'm just listening. <laughs> Taking it all in. Yeah, just felt like uh, playing Red Dead Redemption again. <laughs> I knew it. At <laughs> <laughs> the Red Dead factor. I mean, think I'm thinking the people that made the game might have taken some pointers. Yeah. From How do you feel, Fonzo, about? How every bullet fired hit a mark. <laughs> like it only took one <laughs> shot to knock yeah, these like, guys off no the way, horse. Man. Some guys are running and shit, or they're shooting <laughs> horses. I'm like, dude, that shit's impossible. Yeah, right. I was more impressed with the horse stunts, man. I'm thinking, like, how they not get hurt? Yeah. All that because one time Chico ran down, brought one down, pulled that motherfucker horse up, and got on it and took off. I know it was sped up a little bit, but still impressive. Like just to do impressive, like True. people that are jumping off. 
And like a lot of times when you shoot someone in Red Dead, they, sometimes they get stuck on the on the on the like the, the spur gets stuck on the footrest and they'll get dragged away, and it always cracks me up every time. <laughs> and sometimes you saw it on here, but I'm thinking yeah, the stunt yeah. guys they gotta jump off when they get shot or bring the horse down. Good that shit's point. fucking that's hardcore stunts right there, man. You know that's a good point. So, but yeah, I I dug the I like the um the chemistry between uh, Yule and Steve McQueen. I just thought that was cool, and I was thinking like. Like how you're saying, Reed, if they were to redid it, which they did, you know, but like I would like to see in a better like I don't know if Denzel and Chris Pratt had chemistry, but Chris Pratt was just in everything. I would have maybe liked somebody else in Chris Pratt's role, you know. He was just like everywhere. And I and I always picture like one of my favorite characters in a Western is fucking Val Kilmer's Doc Holiday. I just think that's he was phenomenal in it. Still hasn't been like to me beaten. I don't know. He his just his just was just fucking one of like the greatest performances. I mean, that whole movie Tombstone is just phenomenal, but, um, but just like the chemistry, like Steve McQueen is just a cool ass cat, and like he's like, I'm playing a cowboy in, in a western, but he's still like Steve McQueen. I don't know, it was just like really cool. Um, but your Brenner's character was really cool, and it was, and then Charles Bronson's character was really cool, and talking to the kids, and just like just making you want to um like the characters, but it's still the Wild West, like you guys are saying, it's just still outlaw shit, you know. It's just uh the reason it's called the Wild West, right? I mean. Just the fact that, like, how we even we got past this era and we're in civilization. I mean, you know, um, it, it's beyond me. I'm thinking, like, man, if guns weren't created back then, like, you know, like, where are we at? You know, it's crazy, too. Like, on IMDb right now, the popularity on this movie is, like, through the roof. It's, like, at 1,209. Mm. So it's, like, a rush on people watching it. You know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, her read made it the homework, and I was right. watching it. <laughs> um, but it kind of made me want to watch the other one too. Um, I remember seeing it. Um, but yeah, I, it's just like I said, it's just it's just it's the times. It's just you know, it is what it is. I didn't have like you know nostalgia for it, or I didn't see like a kid like Reed, so didn't have that heat same effect. But it is rather long, you know. There's some some parts. It has that feel of a '60s movie where it's just like if if you're not used to those movies or watch movies back then like that, it could get tedious and you could get bored from it easily, you know. There's a lot of talking. There's just a lot of just dull moments, you know. There's that weird speed up. There's the weird gun sounding like lasers at some points, you know. It, like, it just sounds yeah. really weird. And people shooting with a rifle all the time. I'm like, where are y'all shooting at? Like, are y'all hitting stuff? It's like Tony said, you know. Like, when you're a red day, you can hold R2. It's going to aim right at somebody, you know. Hit almost everybody. <laughs> but it's just kind of odd. Like, some guys are running and shooting, you know, sideways. It's like, fuck, man. These guys are good shots. And then, like... I put on like the the new Magnificent Seven, and like Denzel has a cool scene in the very beginning where he like actually shoots like someone's hand, a chair, and you can see where it's hitting, which I th- I appreciate it, you know. But these fucking movies, they just oh you see smoke coming out of the guns and they're just shooting, like how spoiler alert when Bronson got killed, like like everyone like how did he get killed? Like the gunfight seemed over, like you know, like he's take take he hides the kids to cover, he runs out to shoot, he gets killed, the kids literally two seconds they come out. Where's that guy that just killed him? Like, how did he not shoot the kids? I think some like, of the early uh, of choreography <laughs> is, is left to... Uh, yeah, to, uh, some of it wasn't entirely clear. <laughs> yeah, right? It's just all of a sudden... St- okay, wait. So when he sticks out, they're shooting. When the kids come out, it stops shooting. They're, they're done. Because then your brother came up when they were talking to Wallach, and he was like, oh, okay, we're done. But they had, there was somebody still alive just enough to kill Bronson. I was like, this is fucked up. <laughs> Um, I'm just but, thinking, as you said that, Fonzo, yeah. like, imagine being a kid going to the, the movies in yeah. 1960 to watch it. Like, this would have been like the Avengers. Yeah. Like, this is, oh, all these absolutely. Guys and, mm-hmm. yeah. This would have been huge. 
I mean, because, yeah, I mean, kids growing up then were, yeah, it's all about cowboys and Indians, right? Like, yeah. You know, they all have toys, they're mm-hmm. dressed up like that. So, well, you know, because you've got to remember, too. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I always, I always love, you know, getting a ragtag team together, you know, and get, drive around some Civic, steal some DVD players. I'm always, I'm always down for that. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry that I'm getting <laughs> movies confused because our boy reads here, but he knows what I'm talking about. But no, I just always like when a, like a group of, like, um, a big group, Ocean's Eleven style, get together and are together do a mission. I was, I always dig that. Yeah, with the recruitment scene and everything, like the. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, exactly. They're, they're, What's kind of what the Expendables should have been? Yeah, no shit, huh? They, they were already all together. I mean, yeah. in the in the third one, they do that right with the younger the younger cast. Yep. But fuck them, it wasn't even rated R, and it's like they got all the young guys to do all like the heavy lifting. Like no, you called the Expendables because we want to see old action stars fucking shit up. Yeah, you know? like the first one kind of got right, kind of you know. The second one's better just because Van Damme's in; he's the bad guy. But uh, yeah, I just feel like I, the idea was there, you know. His intentions were good, um, but when you had like like Terry Crews and 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 uh, uh, what's his face, Randy Couture, you're like, okay, these guys have they done action movies? If then if they have. Like straight to DVD, but like, why are we? Why are we giving these guys like make them the bad guys or something? You know? Yeah. I yeah. want the actual fucking action stars to be the action stars. So, yeah, I, I love and hate those movies for just for that same reason, like you're saying. Reed. It's interesting you mentioned like the whole uh, cowboys and Indians at the time. That was the thing that was that was the game kids played. Mm-hmm. Cowboys and Indians. Indians were the bad guys. Cowboys were the good guys. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I was gonna interrupt on, but I, I, I yeah, stopped but the, myself. and then like, go this ahead, movie, Tony. right? And this and this movie kind of flips that on its head. The cowboys are coming to defend the Indians. It was kind of it was kind of cool. Yeah, and I think that was the. So, go go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. Remember a couple of years ago, we watched Unforgiven, and I was doing some research on it, and and it's considered one of the more celebrated revision. Westerns where as opposed to like that traditional Western where the cowboys are the good guys and the Indians are the bad guys and they sort of this uh, whitewashed of the American West and um, um, uh, this seven uh, magnificent seven is considered one of these films that is sort of revisionist so it shows more of the the brutality of the western as opposed to glorifying it maybe like bonanza the television show did or a lot of the movies from the 50s and stuff um and and this kind of goes back full circle to what what um reed you were talking about how how um you know a lot of these old movies don't hold up because they you know sort of celebrate is the stereotypes of the time, but um, I, I like the idea that they movies these revisionist movies will admit that everybody was the bad guy because everybody was shooting everybody kind of thing, and <laughs> so um, only shoot bad it, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you didn't notice, I, I I haven't actually said what I think of the film. Kind of talking about the period. Right. Real quick, though, I want to ask Reed. Reed, did you ever see the Dirty Dozen? 
Yes. Yep. Uh, uh, that was probably, oh, it might have been nine or ten at the time. But, yeah, I've seen it and remember enjoying it. Have that same feel, you know? Sorry. I, so, I didn't know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but there's a lot of Magnificent Seven movies. There's the Magnificent Seven. Not to be confused with the Seven Samurai. But then they made a sequel called Return to the Seven, mm-hmm. which was a direct sequel starring Yul Brenner. And then they made a third movie called The Magnificent Seven Ride! Exclamation point. What? Yeah, 1972. And that's the one I watched. Because that <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh. Wow. No way. I... <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know what I was doing. I I hit play right before the podcast. I I watched the movie before the podcast. Oh, I had no time. You know it's on and Prime, right? Oh. Say it, uh, it was on it was on Prime. Amazon uh, Prime Video. Yeah, I didn't watch it on Prime. Bummer. And uh, I was like watching five minutes into this movie, and I was like, "Wait a second. This doesn't feel like the Magnificent Seven I remember. What's going on here? Oh, this isn't the Magnificent Seven I remember because it's not the Magnificent <laughs> Seven. I so, I I actually have another extra. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was that film? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, it stars Lee Van Cleef. It's the it's the third and the final of the the Magnificent Seven films. It's more or less the same, you know. They defend uh, town from bandits. You know, it's the same thing. Lee Van Cleef is a very charismatic actor. I can see why he was very popular back then. Um, you know, it it, it looks seventies kind of western. You know, it looks like it was filmed in uh, you know that uh, Universal Studios back lot. It doesn't feel as authentic as mm. some other westerns. Uh, it's fine, I, you know. I, I mean, truth be told, it's a waste of time. Um, but you know, considering what it was back it's then, fine, it's shoot fine. Up. It's a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if you're <laughs> that's you're Harley's motto. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a big fan of westerns, you're probably gonna like it. But, you know, I'm not a huge fan of it, and I like we were talking about. I think maybe with the original. Um, there's even a title Guns of the Magnificent Seven. Dude, I'm telling you. And then there's a fucking British comedy called uh, The Magnificent Seven Deadly Sins. Huh. <laughs> Too many fucking Magnificent Seven. And of course, the remake. Um, so I remember watching The Magnificent Seven a couple years ago. I, 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 I thought we talked about it on the podcast. Maybe we're pushing like post ten years ago since this goddamn podcast is old. Um, and I remember liking the original, but I can't, I can't give it a rating. So uh, Reed gets my dollar as well as Tony and Art will get my dollar <laughs> as well. Um, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the same movie you guys did. <laughs> wow! Because I'm a fucking idiot. Uh... 
you have bad tummies. You, you have that. smoked yourself retarded. <laughs> yeah. I promise you, I was stone cold sober. So what happens? So do they? Those points count? Their calls count now? They don't count. In regards to mine, everyone just yeah. gets a free. Yeah, they point. all get a dollar. They, yeah. they get a free point. Yeah. Wow! All right. What do you give it, Tony? Uh. All right, so let's see. Uh, I talked a little bit about the beginning. Um, I didn't have I didn't have a problem with the the party scene at the beginning because my understanding of it was that that was not for them. It wasn't for the seven. It was they were gonna they were celebrating. It was like a yearly tradition or something. So mm-hmm. I didn't have that. Like the the seven, I had no ill will towards that group like they they came in they were there to do a job they were there they seemed like good good in air quotes people you know they they had they had character um there to help the town yeah they were there for money but uh you know it wasn't a lot of money and they did it anyway so it's like you know they're they're doing it for the cause um and there was something about What's that? <laughs> Trick a lot of kids. <laughs> uh, and there, and there's something about the seriousness, the 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 gravity of what they're doing that was really compelling for me. So I was I was I was in I was hooked. Um, uh, even even at the length of the movie didn't really bother me um, because it had a lot of you know back and forth with the plot and you know. They they win and they're not winning and then they they chase the guys away. No, just kidding. You know, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't. I didn't. It didn't. I wasn't expecting um, anything. Mainly because I was so into the movie, I didn't have time to try and speculate on the movie, which you, I usually like. So for me, it's a, it's a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Wait. So um, Reed said Tony was going to give a waste of time, right? Yes, he did. Right. And you said Fonzo's getting about a dollar, right? Yep. And Fonzo, you gave it a... Unfortunately, I gave it a waste of time. So everything I lit like, it was just a little too long. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to play Red Dead. Nothing against... I mean, it's a little bit, but it's like... Um, it's, it's it's because I want I like the movie because of Red Dead, and it's also a bad thing because you don't want to play it, but... Everything's a waste of time right now for Fonzo. He just wants to play. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Morgan's waiting for me, man. No, yeah. Um, like I said, there's parts that I enjoyed. Um, but the, um, the westerns hard. I mean, I didn't grow up watching westerns, so uh, people just you know, it's it's uh, it's their '80s movies for uh, some generation. So, but to me, it's it's uh, I don't know. It's be done right. I, I think the more modern ones may work better for me. Um, the Dirty Dozen was like more wartime, so I think maybe that's why I liked it better. Um, but um, yeah, I just uh, like I said, cool, cool performance, some cool scenes, but just at the end, I, I I just can't see myself watching it again. Well, Reed, you got my point. That would be a waste of time. I got his accent point. Fun stuff. Here we go. All right, here is the first call. 
going on, bad boys? Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you guys had a fun, safe fourth. Uh, yeah. Um, so here are my picks. Uh, my Gibson 7. Uh, never seen the original, but uh, I'll have to say Tony and Harley give it a dollar and Fonda gives it a waste of time. Hmm. Damn. Oh, it's tied with the champ. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Hey there, little pilgrims. It's your <laughs> homeboy Art, also known as Don Wayne, calling in with Don Wayne. This week's pick by that no good Lily Liver City Yellow Spy motherfucker. <laughs> Ray Wilson, who's not American, he picked Magnificent Seven. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, the King of the Cowboys, not Roy Rogers, me, John Wayne, wasn't in this movie. Anyway, <laughs> on to the fucking picks. Harley, that red-blooded American, goddammit, he gave this motherfucker a slater, and I'm doubling down. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, he's lucky. Swinging for the fence. Yeah, he, he's, he's not only going to get a point because I didn't get with us later. But he's so lucky that that you got the wild card on that one. Oh. He said, "Watch out for a dodgy accent." I thought that was incredible. Well I done. Know. I think that's pretty good too. It sounds like John Wayne's robot, but <laughs> <laughs> go on to my best friend Fonzo. And I'm going to say he gave it a dollar. I'm going to go on to MCP. I'm like, they don't think he likes a movie like this with us masculine men. I'm going to say he gave it a waste of time. Oh. Oh. You got, you got, you got mixed up. Hey. It's okay, though. Everybody keeps scoring two points. We're <laughs> <laughs> real close, aren't we? Yeah. Hola, soy Angie calling in my homework. Uh, I, para el, el magnificent seven. I picked by the champion papi chulo de New Zealand, el real. Ay, como estas, mi amor? I'm so excited to hear you on the show. And anyway. Is this an accent or is this a foreign language? I'm confused. Uh, yes. Sí. Sí, all of the above. I am going to say that you guys, um, El Harley, is going to give it a dollar. Y Alfonso, one of that, a waste of time. Y también, Antonio, waste of time. Yes, yes. All oh, right, now. Three points. Sí, bueno. <laughs> Wait, was she, did she, was she keep talking? I don't want to cut her off. No, that she's, she was going to the, uh, next, next week. Oh. Oh, so she already gave her a rating. Yeah, it uh, looks like everyone gave their ratings to, for both movies. Right on. Fun stuff. Well, awesome. Everybody, Angie is taking a first week lead. Only a single point, though. So, Reed, you still uh, still got a chance <laughs> to retain your title. 
I don't think it's out of reach just yet. Oh, an art saved by technicality. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I was close. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I would have gave it a Slater. Probably wouldn't have. No. I would have when I was nine right. years old. Right. Yeah. Then when you ever ask a kid, what did you think of that movie? Oh, it was good. That's all you'll get. Yeah. So that's what I for my kids. Like, fuck, that's it? Nothing else? Like, really? Yeah. Favorite scene? Anything that's else? what I get from Chris. Like, if she liked the movie. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's good. Like, or if she didn't like it, she's like, uh, it's like it's either like a high dollar or a low pile of shit with her. <laughs> like, there's nothing you need to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, next week will be uh, Forrest Gump. Um, but yeah, it had been the the Fourth of July, right? Since uh, we recorded, so. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, you got let's let's uh what's what you do what you do this weekend Reed? let's start with the champ first got you here uh i can't remember what i did on sunday jim what did we do on sunday <laughs> no, she, nice yep <laughs> <laughs> um on uh on saturday piper had rugby um but uh she wasn't playing she's had been had a couple of days off school with a cold as a bunch of her kids a bunch of the kids at her school had been off um so she wasn't playing but it was the uh the last game for one of her favorites in her team charlie he um i guess if i'm uh relating it to american football it would be like he plays the uh, quarterback. So he's like the star of the team, but he's uh, heading off to Wales. Um, his dad is the assistant coach for the Crusaders. Um, you mean the, the ones that just won Crusaders? Correct. Yep. So he's been with Crusaders for four years, and uh, earlier in the year um, he, he got... Uh, a, a pretty big deal to go and coach in Wales. So um, uh, Charlie's heading over there. So, um, yeah, Pipes was pretty sad to see him go, but uh, they, they gave him a good send-off. And then, yeah, later that night, um, Brad, the father, yeah, obviously won the, the Super Rugby title for the third year in a row with the Crusaders. Um the Crusaders' tenth overall win wow. since 1994. Nice. And uh, yeah, so uh, Pipes and I have been to every home game this season. Oh, now. nice! But uh, well, she got a uh, uh, season tickets for Christmas. Um, she has done for a couple of years. Um, she just loves watching the Crusaders, so, yeah, she's all about it, and, uh, That's cool. but, yeah, we didn't watch the final at the, at the ground, we, we went to Jim's parents, and, uh, had snacks, and stayed inside in the warm, and, uh, didn't freeze their noses off. Well, they were the highly uh, favourites, all right, I mean, had, they had one back-to-back before. Yeah, so, okay. heading into the season, they basically had the exact same squad that they'd had 
the year previous and a lot of other teams were sort of trying to shake things up. Um, so, yeah, they headed into the season being favourites and sure enough, they, they, they wiped the floor with everyone else apart from the team that they met in the final, uh, which is basically the Argentinian international team. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting when the World Cup rolls around in uh, September, the Rugby World Cup, um, to see how Argentina get on because they're playing really well. Mm. Um, Claudia had circus. How many games are in the so season, we... though, real quick? Sorry. Uh, what, what was that? How many games are in the season? Uh, 18. Okay. It's kind of like yeah. American football. Yeah. Um, yeah, Claudia uh, has been doing circus for a couple of years now. And so she had a uh, uh, like an event for us to go and watch. So yeah, she uh, she was on the Lyra, which is kind of like a, a steel hula hoop oh, type of thing that you sort of hang upside down from and do twirls around. And oh, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's cool. So she did that, and then uh, yeah, we went and watched Spider Man. And oh, your price tickets in your, your cinema. Uh, so after the earthquakes, uh, the cinema just down the road, it's mm-hmm. less than a kilometer. Uh, well, it's about three quarters of a mile away. Um, it started because the, the mall that it was in was pretty badly damaged. So people were a bit, iffy about heading back into the mall and uh, so anyway that cinema was giving away $10 tickets up until maybe 2016 until, and then they increased it to $11 tickets um, they've just put in uh, no uh, that was just a price increase but just in the last month they've opened two of their largest screens have uh, reclining seats now so uh, it's going to cost you sixteen dollars for those for those uh, cinemas um, but yeah that's it's still pretty cheap because before the earthquakes um, I remember paying $18 a ticket. Um, so, yeah, that helped bring the prices way back down for us, which was nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, I cannot remember what we did on Sunday. Um, kind of been very interesting. Oh, bought... Um, uh, so there's a... Uh, there's a what would you call it, a big box, uh, no, it, different thing, um, a hardware store across the road from us called Bunnings. And uh, there's a few other shops attached to it, and uh, one of them was a a really cool furniture store that sold, like, expensive furniture. Anyway, hmm. they were shutting down, and uh, we needed new bar stalls, and so we went in there, and they had. Uh, it was the last day of 
their closing down sale and they were getting rid of all of the bar stools that they had left for $25. So we found these white leather wrapped stools uh, that were originally $215 uh, down to 25. So we bought four for around the kitchen and then one for in the office. So I spent $125 on bar stools. <laughs> but they're like mm. top of the line bar stools. Not just your yeah, yeah. So they're really fancy bar stools. So yeah, that was nice. Um, and then, yeah, sat in the bar stools and uh, thought we were pretty fancy. And that was the end of the weekend. Right on. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I remember you posted about the Crusaders and then when they won, it was like, cool. And I'm looking back and it said this was a three-peat, like it had won yeah. two prior before, huh? So. Yeah, it's it's been a, a pretty strong team because uh, people were worried uh, just leading up to the last World Cup. So four years ago, um, the Crusaders had a really strong squad and uh, a bunch of them were all blacks and the, sort of the same things happened again this year. So the all blacks being the New Zealand national team. Um, but the problem last time before the World Cup was all of the the key players just uh, they didn't want to get injured before the World Cup, so they were just uh, not putting. They, they were working at three quarter speed. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no such, no such thing this time around. Mm. Yeah. Yes, but they're not my favourite team. Uh, <laughs> The, the the Highlanders uh, from Dunedin, a uh, few hours south of us, they're my favourite team. Um, out of high school, I was uh, I was uh, looking to be drafted into the development squad and, yeah, got a neck injury. Um, but, uh, yeah, since then, I've been a, a lifelong Highlander. Uh, but, yeah, Piper insists that we go and watch the Crusaders, so I do it for her. Right, that's cool. Yeah. She had a favorite player? Yeah, um, uh, Cody Taylor. He's, uh, uh, I mean, you can probably search for him on the internet. He's a, he's a, a good-looking Maori dude, and uh, he lives quite close to us, so... Uh, oh, you said Mary. I, or I heard Mary, but you meant to. You said Maury, right? Or how we pronounce? Uh, okay, so let's let's have a pronunciation lesson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me as a white guy living in New Zealand, <laughs> I say Maori. Um, uh, yeah, I've I've heard Americans often pronounce it as Maori. Uh, yeah. But if mm. if I was speaking correctly as a a good Pakiha, which Pakiha is the uh, the term for a a white New Zealander uh, from a Maori perspective, um, I would say Maori, uh, which if you're saying it in your brain is like you're saying Maori, like Maori bread. Oh, interesting. 
Um, but uh, no, he's he lives quite close to us, and uh, so we see him quite often down at the uh, the cafe that we that well last week Piper saw him. Uh, she'd entered into a competition, uh, a Land Rover competition to go over to Japan for the World Cup, and you just sort of had to make a thirty second video about your favourite player. So uh, she saw him down at the the coffee shop and uh, run up to him and showed him the the video that she'd made of him so uh yeah that's fun but uh, yeah he'll be off there to japan for the world cup in september well, uh, that's cool. how about you let's see what did the fourth fourth we just had a our neighbor has this like pool party she got, she got our neighbor plays baseball, so we got the whole baseball um, team, and then like one of the parents' daughters, their birthday too on the fourth, so they do this barbecue, so like pool party that are, they've been doing for years. Um, we can ha- we didn't have a water balloon fight yet because um, other people were out of town, and we we're trying to figure out a date when to do it right. Um, so that's coming soon. We have to wait on that. Um, that yeah, it was like a potluck. Every food that you could think of was being brought in every five seconds, so that was amazing. Um, and then at the end, we just. We get some beach chairs, and uh, my sister and her boyfriend showed up, and uh, we just stood there on the street. We could watch the fireworks from not too far away. We've been doing it for years now. It's easier just to do it on the site, come home, have the kids go straight to bed afterwards. So that was cool. Um, but then this weekend, we stayed at um, my aunt's, uh, my wife's aunt's uh, beach house in Venice, where we stayed a while back, and that was fun. Got to do that because we were going to originally we were going to go to San Francisco, but we were looking at it was just getting too expensive. Um, to be going some places, even if we stopped at cheaper hotels, just the whole trip all together was going to be too much. So there we were able to stay free. Her, her aunt had gotten some food for the weekend, so it was really nice. Um, and then my buddy had gotten a ticket for a screening because a certain actor in the movie, Clue Gulliger, was going to be there. He's like 91 years old, so he was like, was stressing that he really wanted to meet him. And uh, sure enough, he was the nicest, cordial guy ever, was signing everything, was greeting, talking to all the fans, and he was super cool. So it was, I was like, when crew met him, I was like, Mister like, Mister Gulliger, your your clue. This is crew. Like you guys feel like you know, <laughs> crew and clue or clue. And like I was like, how do you want to say it? You know. Um, but he was really cool. Let him wear. He gave crew his hat to wear and picture. It was really cool. Um, gave Scott a shout out during one of his like um, uh, speeches he was doing. And um, yeah, like it's a Return of the Living Dead. Uh, forgot how much bombs uh, uh, f bombs were in the movie. It says like IMDb said that was over fifty, so pretty sure crew grew a couple of years and. Uh, hey, what movie? Return of the Living Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he he grew up a man that day. He had some chest in his head. He had a beard like mine when he walked out of the theater. So like, <laughs> I'm thinking. I mean, again, we know what did we watch when we were little? But was that the one where the chick dances naked on the? That's uh, the one. Nice. Yeah. That's the one where they when the the zombie gets on the the radio and calls yep. for more brains. Oh, he, right? he, he loved that. I <laughs> love that. That, that so is absolutely classic. He's like send more cops and then or send more paramedics. Sure enough, when they pull up, yeah. uh, looking around like what the hell's going on? This you know, let's oh let's go see what's wrong with this guy. And then a horde of zombie comes out and he was just like oh oh he was just geeking out. He thought it was so funny. And when they're putting like the boards up in the windows, he was like, yeah, that's what I would do to zombie apocalypse. Exactly what I would do. He's like just giving them the okay, like tell them they're doing a good job while watching it. It's got Tar Man, you know, yelling for brains. Um, it's got that cool animatronic with the feet, half female zombie where they tie her up. 
start asking her questions, you know? Yeah, I remember watching that on the podcast, yeah. I think for the podcast years ago. And yeah. re- re- I remember going, hey, this movie's fun. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. I was like, you guys, Trash is getting naked again. <laughs> um, but Dan O'Bannon, the guy that wrote and directed it, he, he wrote Alien. Um, and the clue was mentioning, you know, how, how much good writer he was and everything. So it was pretty neat. I guess Toby Hooper was uh, initially going to direct it, but mm. um, Dan O'Bannon took over. And it's just funny that, you know, he went, f- he did Aliens and uh, this movie. So, so that was a lot of fun. It was cool to take him with me. So, um, uh, and then what else did we do? Just finished off. Oh, and then like uh, we were coming back. Um, like I said, since Stranger Things take place in the mall, Steve and this other girl are working in this. Um, um, ice cream parlor called Scoops Ahoy, and in Burbank they took they they took over Baskin Robbins and made it into a Scoops Ahoy parlor with the same the the, the oh, people that worked there cool. dressed like in sailor outfits like in the show. They're giving out the same ice cream flavors and uh, they're selling certain items from the show. So that was pretty neat. Um, uh, I got like I got the flavor eleven seven. I even took a picture of it so I wouldn't forget the the, um, the ingredients or whatever. And my God, it's it's probably my favorite ice cream of all time. It was it was that good. Um, see if I can <laughs> find it. It was really because my favorite for a while was when the, the movie Shrek came out. It was called Shrek Out Mint, and uh, God, every time I go back and when they didn't have it, it was it just bummed me out. So you know, Eleven being the character from the show, it's called Eleven's Heaven. It says, inspired by Eleven's favorite food, waffles, uh, waffle cone flavored ice cream with sugar cone pieces and a chocolate fa- flavored coating. And a chocolate icing flavored ribbon. It, it's it, it doesn't do it justice, but it's it's it was fucking phenomenal. I mean, every time I lick lick bite whatever, it was just like every bite was better than. I'm like I'm like fuck, they gotta keep this year around. So today we went to another basket robbers just to see if they had any other the, the, the cups or magnets or anything. And, and actually, I just wanted to, I wanted to get a pint of that stuff just because I wanted some more. I, I go there and he's like, yeah, we're all sold out. I'm like, what? You guys don't have any more? I'm like, you gonna get more? He's like, yeah, I don't know. So we sold out of that one quick. That one's like uh, everyone's favorite. I'm like, fuck, everybody loved that fucking thing. I'm like, damn it. They don't have it. You know, the same thing with Shrek, Shrek Out Mint was a limited edition thing. It was only for the movie and it was gone. So I even went out my way to tweet out to Askin Roberts today and told them if they could keep that year round. <laughs> Just to see. Oh, man. Cause, and I even asked the guy that worked there today, like, hey, you got anything else that's resembled anything like it? Like, besides the waffle? Cup? I mean, I don't know. It's just something about it was just fucking delicious. So. Um, but yeah, so that was cool. The dad just said we rest. I mean, uh, our dog Chalu was at a, the dog the dog spot all four days, so she pretty much just laid down and slept all day. She was exhausted, and that's it's cool, man, because that's what they do. They just play with them, play with them all day, and, and plays with other dogs. And she came home and she was just exhausted. Um, fucking, I think she might still be outside. I gotta bring her in. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I did. Um, when you're at, uh, well, no, actually, first, Fonzo, uh, when you're doing your balloon fights, do you use the bunch of balloons? Fucking A, hell yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't go any other route, man, because like, the first time we did it, it took me like two and a half hours. Yeah. Blowing up. We had like a little factory going. It was me, crew, um, his cousin from from oh, Akron came down, and yeah, I was just filling them up, pass them down, tie them. Oh, my God. And some would pop. It just took fucking forever. This fucking thing, you put the water... You know, ten seconds up, you got a hundred. Right, you're done. You're like, fuck, so yep. much better. Yeah, so much better. better. A little more pricier, but it's it's worth it, man. It's just, you know, you look at the you, you like we get a little um, 
little wagon. We fill that up, and it just looks amazing. You know, every time you run out, you grab two. You know, and just and we just have so much fun. Like everybody wanted, everyone wanted to do it with everybody. Like if somebody couldn't do it, it's like, oh well, we can do it this day. I'm like, well, I worked that day. Like, uh, what about this day? Like, we're gonna be out of town. Like, fine. Well, let's do it at a time where we'll all be here. And everyone's like, agreed on. Like, okay, cool. So at me like end of a summer kind of deal. We'll do it, but um, yeah, it's it's a must. We we have to do it. <laughs> it's just so much fun. And then when you were uh, you're taking video in Beverly Hills, oh yeah, that's right. You drove down there. Um, so how often, like, how many times have you been to Beverly Hills before? That was my first time. Oh right. Yeah, we were just down there. He was like, "Hey, let's just go sightseeing. Let's drive around for for what a little bit." I'm like, all right. And uh, yeah, we just wanted to show the kids, like, "Hey, kids, Mighty Ducks too." filmed right here in Rodell Drive. Like there were kids yeah. walking shop. I was like, I, but I'm sure I mean there's tons of stuff that's filmed there, I'm sure, but it's a whole other world, man. It's just crazy to think that people will spend two hundred dollars on a pair of socks. Like it's nothing. And just, you know, not even bad an eye. I'm like, how the fuck? How's that even pop I, you know what I mean? It's just a whole other life. That I would never know. And it's just people are just living there walking around and uh, in fact in one part there was a part where we're we're at a light and these two women walk by and they were just a full-on stereotypical L.A. chick, you would think, you know, the injections here and there. Um, the one's carrying a little dog. It's got Starbucks. I mean, everything you would think, you know. Um, it just happened back to back, you know. And I'm just like, uh, that's funny, you know. I'm like, she's totally mocking them and, you know, trying to talk like them. And I'm like, uh, it's hard not to look because she's mocking them. But I'm like, yeah, one's got a fat ass and one of them's got a big <laughs> lips and, like, and they're wearing super tight clothes. And it's just like. Yeah, that's funny, you know, but I'm looking at them too, and it's like, Jesus Christ. But it's everything you think. Lipo here, lipo there. I mean, you know, oh, lip injection here. Yeah, it's just, yeah, full on LA. It's, but yeah, just driving down there, like the big Louis Vuitton stores. I mean, everything. It's just, you know, I, 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 can, I, I couldn't even, I'd be afraid to look in the window just to look at it, you know, afraid to touch something. Yeah. But it's yeah. just, that was my first time, yeah. So is that, I don't know, did you, when you were making that joke about like, oh, I thought everyone shopped there. It's like, <laughs> well, no, I mean, like this, <laughs> you, you think even just in the films, like Beverly Hills Cop, or even there's one that the kids watch uh, on quite regular rotation. It's something to do with a Beverly Hills. Like, she's a no, she's a female. Like it's not scouts, but it's like uh, oh, uh, was it Beverly Hills Troop? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. The kids love that film. Everyone's yeah. just like, oh, okay, it's, it's odd. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, whenever, uh, so this would be fascinating for you Wait, guys. Beverly Hillbillies um, too, right? All those, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, whenever uh, stuff sort of gets advertised to us. So here in New Zealand, uh, we don't really, when I say to people that we went to Disney World, they just assume that I've spoken incorrectly because a lot of people here don't even know there is a Disney world. Mm-hmm. We just know Disneyland right? and it's in LA. And when, whenever you see footage or like, you know, when a trip to LA, it's, it's got, uh, you know, those, those palm trees, uh, that uh, either side of the street. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. The long strip of people driving in a convertible. Yep. Yeah, it's it's got maybe Muscle Beach or Venice Beach or uh, uh yeah, it it's it's got Mickey Mouse and it's got the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Like 
they're the iconic spots that we get sold. Right. Yeah. Which is funny, too, because if you go down there, there's nothing glamorous about it. Like I fact, can imagine. Oh, my God. Check this out. Like In fact, that screening, it was a double feature, right? It was Return of Living Dead and Texas Chainsaw 2. Wouldn't stay for that. It was too late. I think crew was a little scared. He's like, I don't, don't want to sit for this one. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But while they're about to start doing the Q and A, the guy, the host guy, he gets on the mic and says, "Uh, uh, yeah, so let's, let's start the Q and A. I just got my phone stolen." And the whole crowd goes, "What?" We're just like, "Gas." Oh. Oh, He's like, uh, "Yeah, you know, Hollywood ain't the uh, what it used to be. It ain't like the 1940s and 50s Jeez. made it out to look like, you know, anymore. It's not like that. You know, those motorized scooters, it's like those birds. I don't know. If yeah, you yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as are called lime scooters. Yeah, yeah, we have those too. Lime bird, all of them. Um, it was a lime. It was a. It was a fucking drive-by like uh, robbery. Oh, like, what? Yes. He said the guy was on his phone talking to his wife, and the guy rolled up in a scooter and t- took the phone and took off. Far out. Phone theft is a thing. What say again? In today's day and age, cell phone theft is still a thing. Dude, if you're desperate or something, you need money or something, I guess so. I mean, like I said, the guy just drove by in a scooter and the guy was on the phone in his ear and he snatched it and took off and was still riding. Wow. So, so he just said, yeah, he just got it stolen. We're like, wow, that's fucking terrible. Like, I remember when I was I was a young, young lad in his early teens and my dad lived in North Hollywood. Actually, he might have been in Panorama City at that point. And um, he... Uh, we were going to uh, Tower Records in Hollywood. And I remember when he told me, like, Tower Records in Hollywood, we're going to go to the big one. I was, like, ecstatic. I was like, oh, this is so cool. We're going to Hollywood. And I was like, are we going to see the stars, Dad? And he's like, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they'll be there. I mean, they're all over the place. You know? <laughs> and uh, maybe it wasn't Tower. Maybe it was something else. But, but uh, specifically, we were going kind of there, you know, I don't know if we're right there on Rodeo Drive, but we we're certainly there and about. What's that? Are we going to Amoeba? Uh, I don't remember. I, I know there was a tower in Hollywood, but yeah, I remember I us going to Hollywood and, and asking Pops, like, hey, uh, let me know when we get to, like, the part that that Hollywood has made look awesome. And he was like, this is it. This is, <laughs> there's the Chinese man theater. Right, like yeah. there's your star. Uh-huh. And I remember going, that's it. This yeah. place looks like a dump. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now with <laughs> the homeless situation, you out of control, yeah. it's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's off the chain now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And now you couldn't pay me to go there. <laughs> But yeah, that was uh, that was my weekend. So, uh, Wait, my you, turn. Is it my turn? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, right. So Fourth of July, uh, got myself at CrossFit. Uh, went on a date uh, to Panda afterwards, and then went to hung out oh, well, in San Diego. Slow down. You got to explain your Panda Express trip. That's like Reed's favorite part now. We got them here live. You got right, so we, get, we went to a new... We went to a How new, many orange chicken pieces there did you go. eat? We had, uh, like, I think I had about 14, and Lainey had... She got her own. Um, I think she had a little less. But in volume, but more pieces, because she likes them, the smaller pieces. So maybe she had 17, 16, but smaller. 
Um, uh, but we went to a new one, um, which was interesting. Like, uh, this one was down by, uh, there's a place called Liberty Station in San Diego. It's like a, I guess it's a, can be a tourist spot. Um, and there's a bunch of shops, um, and, uh, yeah, so we went to, we are, I, I like, we like going to new Panda Express and trying new ones. And this one was pretty Hell's average. Day of viscosity. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was average, average viscosity. Okay. Yes. It was very questionable viscosity. Questionable viscosity. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, and then, and then we walked through Liberty Station a little bit, so not, didn't do much. I originally I wanted to go see Spider Man in the theater, and then it's it just like we were looking at each other and we could tell like we don't really want to go, and we're like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to go to the theater. Like I don't like the theater experience anymore. It, like all the people in there, and like I can't pause it, and I can, you know, I was like, ah, fuck that. So so we just didn't go. Um. So that was what Thursday, Friday. She went back to work. Lenny went back to work, and I stayed home and I cleaned house. Um, I threw a bunch of stuff away. I never throw things away. I'm a, a, a you know, I'm I'm a hoarder, and uh, and I just just finally said no. It, it's time. And so I've I've had this ring um, that has a that's it's a spinner ring, and it has dice on it. And so yeah, I, I got just, one of those. Nice, nice. I use it to make decisions, and that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's what I went. Th- I went through all my stuff, and I spun it. If it was even, it stayed. If it was odd, it went. And so I just went through. I was like, all right, that's trash, trash. and I just cleaned, cleaned the garage. So, uh, yeah, a bunch of bunch of stuff is gone now. It's a little sad, but hey, we got we got room for activities now. Um, well, what's that? Turtles. Got room for more turtles. Hey, yeah, exactly. Oh, God, no more turtles. <laughs> more gym equipment. Yes. Oddly enough, today I saw out by the dumpster a squat rack. And oh, so wow. I, I hustled my ass and got, and pulled that into the garage. I'm like, oh, shit, and it works. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's perfectly fine squat rack. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting to get one of those for a while. I got it for free out of the trash, so. Awesome. You, said, one you said squat rack, and I imagined a small raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Small raccoon. I want one of those uh, racks that it's a bench press that doubles as a squat rack. This one has attachments that can be a bench Yours. press. We just don't have a bench oh. because. Because yeah, see, it, that's be- cool. I want that. Because I spun <laughs> and I got rid of the bench. It was a it was a cheap cheap little you know fifty dollar not even fifty dollars um, from Amazon. Um, so I'd rather not actually trust. I I didn't trust it. Like I set it up uh, when I first got it, and I did not feel safe under the bar on that bench. It was all wobbly and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that was today. That was, I'm still on on Friday. Uh, Saturday. Okay, so sa- Saturday was a was a lazy day. We were chill. 
went to a farmer's market and then just stayed home and and uh and watching Dumbo. And then we get this this uh Instagram message from a friend from CrossFit and it's just a picture of uh of a drink. And we're like, what the fuck? Like no context, no 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 text, no nothing. That was it. We're like Maybe it was a butt dial, drunk text. Maybe she meant to, I don't know, whatever. We figured it wasn't a big deal. Like, it was just, it, was, it wasn't meant for us. An hour later, she sends another one and says, y'all here? I'm like, what the hell's going on? So then we started researching where, like, where they're at. Um, and there was a uh, Horizon Music Festival down in San Diego with Big Boy from Outcast. Oh, shit. And, uh, and I was, and, and Lainey's like, is that the guy that we went to with, like, with Fonzo at Comic Con? I was like, yeah, that's the guy. She's like, I'd be down to go. I'm like, well, if we leave right now, we might be able to catch, like, his act. because uh, <laughs> it was from, like, two to seven, and they messaged us motorcycle? at, like, four. Uh, no, no, my motorcycle was, uh, out of gas. And so, <laughs> like. I'll say, you're getting, you're getting there in the, in the, in the bike, no problem. <laughs> right. And, and parking would have been great, but, uh, mm-hmm. we made it. We made it just, just as Big Boy was coming on stage. Get the fuck out of here. It was no just way. one of those, like, if we're, if we're going to do this, right. we do it now. We just jump off the couch and go. So we show up in our lazy clothes. She's wearing yoga pants and, <laughs> and a t shirt. Like, we're, we're, not dressed <laughs> for the occasion, but uh, it was still fun. It, it was kind of cool. Um, yeah. Our friends were just like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> it's like, "Well, you invited us, assholes." It's like, "What?" Are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were pretty. They were pretty uh, wasted that day because they were day. They were day drinking from like oh, since like man. two o'clock, or even or yeah. even earlier. Uh, it was it was a friend of, uh, a birthday for the friend of theirs. So it wasn't just like it was them two. It was right. they had a whole crew, and so we show up to this other person's birthday thing. We're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Let's just enjoy it. Uh, so that was interesting. That was that was a new experience. Um, and then after that, we came home and just crashed. It's like uh, they they stayed out um, drinking, and we're just like, yeah, no, that's that we're done. <laughs> it's just just the, the the hour, the two hours we were there. Not e- not even. Um, so that was a Saturday. Was anybody else performing too? Or? Uh, Elefante hmm. played before them, but but yeah, we missed. Yeah, we didn't catch that. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Sunday was our actual uh, relaxing day. Well, we we visited my parents and had lunch with them. Um, uh-huh. But nothing nothing special. Hello. Yep. I'll go quick. Fourth uh, of July, we uh, went on a hike. Um, they have, they have actually really like people come all the way up from like Central California to watch Mount Shasta's fireworks because every year they have this fireworks display on the lake at Lake Siskiyou here in Mount Shasta, which is really nice. They're great. The problem is, is you get thousands of people and there's one lane for everybody to leave. And there's like three or four stop signs mm-hmm. and they're not stop lights. They're signs. And so the traffic jam to leave, it takes you. I, I remember the la- I think one of the last times we went to the fireworks, it was like two hours to leave to like get out of the fucking like area. So uh, I never go anymore. 
we never go because I'm too old. Mazzy's like kind of over it too. And so we don't even go. Um, so we went for a hike up Mount Shasta, beautiful day. I took a shitty picture of it and posted on the messenger, but I don't think anybody really kind of got it. So Yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> it was funny cause it was, uh, was one of those hikes that it was, it was the, the, one of the more intense hikes for Chris, especially Chris. She'd never done it before. It's a fairly moderate incline, the majority of the hike. And the last like half a mile is pretty steep. And the first half a mile is pretty steep. And it's, it's, see, it's less than two miles out. And, you know, it's like 1.7 out and 1.7 back or something like that. So it's nothing crazy. But it is a moderate steep incline. But what made it difficult was all the snow. There was a ton of snow berms, and they were kind of melting ice and shit like that. So it's like you're constantly slipping and sliding. And so that made it a lot more difficult. But it was one of those, Chris was like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And I kept saying, like, oh, babe, it's just around the corner. Like, just, I can almost see it on the horizon. Like, it's right there. And, like, we as we got closer to the end, Chris was starting to get, like, like angry, like this fucking sucks. I want to. I don't even want to finish this. It was kind of funny. So um, once we finished it, she had a great time. It was. Uh, she was. Her legs were a little sore the next couple of days, but um, that was actually Fourth of July, and then we just went home and, and did nothing. Um, the weekend, I had a barbecue here at the house with, for my coworkers and some other friends, and so that was cool. I think we had a dozen people or so. And uh, we just barbecued, kept it simple, chicken, hamburger, chicken and hamburgers. Um, yeah, nothing special. I think that was Saturday. Just um, Sunday, I went out with uh, a friend out on his boat on the little lake here, Lake, lake Shastina, the lake that's right down the street from our house, the water level is really high right now. So it's kind of cool. It's a small lake and it's real shallow. So at the end of the summer, the water level gets real low and the water turns gross. So what the fuck just happened? Tony, oh. uh, 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 yeah. lost audio. That ain't my problem. I can Wait, hear you guys just fine. It's all, it's still recording. Okay. So you can disconnect and reconnect. Fonzo. Yes, I mean, anyways, so, uh, so that was cool. Went out, just hung out on the boat for him and his son and uh, me. Three of us just hanging in a real nice uh, ski boat, which was cool. So, uh, that was pretty chill. Uh, kind of a mad dash, getting everything ready. I had to replace the water pump on Chris's Rav, which sucked. Um, and then I'm now I'm replacing the leaf springs on our RV because they were all blown out, and I didn't realize it until we got back from our camping trip a couple of weeks ago so we leave on our camping trip this weekend so i got to get it all done this week which is a big project so how long is the camping trip uh, a week oh cool yeah so we're gonna go uh leave i think saturday and then be or saturday sunday morning we leave and we won't be back till the following saturday so um yeah, it'll be the longest camping trip in the RV, so I look forward to that. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's it. She's going to say now? Oh, Fonzo, I can hear you. 
I've got to say, Tony, that's one of my favourite things, listening to the cast every now and then, when, uh, like, all of a sudden, Harley will just disappear while he's in the middle of a sentence, <laughs> and you'll hear nothing, and then you just hear your voice be like, oh, God shit. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I leave those in there just for you. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love it. Hey, everybody. Uh, Fuzz is back. <laughs> Can he not say that Hello. himself? Hey, Hello, there he is. Yeah. That was weird. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. If I miss Harley's weekend, sorry. Can you say that again, Harley? <laughs> I went for a hike, barbecue at the house, and then I went out on the boat. Gotcha. Oh, you know what the kids were watching today? That one time you guys came over with your, and then you brought the little, the camera that goes underwater, the little GoPro. Oh yeah. Yeah, kids were watching that, just cracking up. Oh, the the, the recording. Yeah, yeah, they had like thirty minutes oh. of stuff. Yeah, there was quite a bit. I just put record and threw around yeah they held it and carried it. it's just really cool it's neat it's fun yeah yeah i never use that thing you don't just anymore no. you know where we go to trails or anything or yeah i i'd never make a point um, go, i mean all the trails i riding, ride you put on your helmet Nah, it's well, all the trails that i ride it's all the same trails so it's like I've recorded it once, or I mean, if I went on a big ride or did something neat and new, what then if I you get attacked ride. by a wolf or a bear or something, you, you can go viral. Yeah, that would that would make for a good. Uh, yeah, I say that because I'll be riding a horse and I'll get attacked by wolves. Shit happens all the time. Yeah, not while I'm at work, but you know, playing Red Dead, of course. <laughs> I don't want you guys to get confused. <laughs> <laughs> I get some dogs sometimes start barking at me. You know, while I'm at work. Occupational hazard. You get you get dogs yelling at you. Read all the time. Nope. Everyone's gone, huh? No, it's uh, dogs are not an issue. Nice. They're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, cool. But that was our weekends. I mean, that's, I think that's going to wrap it up, right? I mean, yeah. we okay. went through everything, so right? Good. So, yeah. Reed, again, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Like, I you know it's, uh, it's in your afternoon time, so hopefully we didn't take up too much time. No, you it's enjoyed all... your LMP. It's always a pleasure, guys. Yeah, like I say, I'm, uh, I've got a, a gift voucher here, which uh, I won. Oh, so that was when I was talking about rugby earlier. We're sitting in the uh, the stands a few weeks ago, and yeah. uh, uh, there's a there's a break in the play, so they have a little competition that um, you have to pull a blue steel um, <laughs> to the camera. As no. it pans past you. So the, the cameraman's sort of going in a wide shot across the crowd. Yeah. So I stand up and pull a blue steel, and he focuses what? it on me, and they're like, yep, here, here's a $50 voucher to a restaurant. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's, awesome. that's great. Uh, I wish they could send you that video clip or something, you know? like Yeah. Uh, oh, that'd be tremendous. That's hilarious. I was going to say, can you give us a blue steel, but unfortunately we can't see you, man, but I'm sure... Can, uh, I'm doing it right it. now. Nice, <laughs> very cool. I mean, you beat out of all, beat out of all those people, Reed. I mean, look at that. You're 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 constantly winning. You know. Yep. You're, you're a winner. You're a winner. You win in life. You know? Like, <laughs> my mum was always astounded by my luck, and now, yeah, my wife and my family just 
They're seeing it now. They, they see, like, there's just... I, I win things. <laughs> That's good. Like championships. That's right. You know, <laughs> your first, it won't be your last. Yep, that's right. So this is your time but, right here. If you want to brag or talk some shit right now, you know. No, no, no shit to be talked. I, oh, I, 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 I love hearing that Donaldo has, you know, six uh, pieces of corn for a dollar at his store. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it the other day where, I don't know, uh, butt dialed or something, started a, a video <laughs> call. I saw that. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, nobody was there. I, what I, happened? I answered, and he was like, "Oh, it's Reed," and hung up. And then Angelina was there, and she's like, "What's going on?" I was like, "I have no idea." Art started a call, and he left. Yeah, and uh, that's awesome. Oh, that's great. I know. I love like um, we'll come on there, and then you guys are all having conversations, you know, and like the novels having conversations with somebody else, and. Or giving him advice and helping him out. It's a really cool. It's just a little cool, um, you know, community of little messengers. You know, I mean, a lot of times we're just talking shit, having intimate. fun, but it's yeah. fun. It feels a little more intimate than than the sort of traditional, um, you know, posting something to your feed. Yeah, yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. I, yeah. I like my BBCP, BDPC family. We and yeah. we love you, Reed. <laughs> we love you, champ. So yeah. So yeah, we're gonna let you go. Keep, keep coming with the accents. Don't That's ever it. stop. Oh yeah. Oh. Accents, impersonations, all of them. We fucking love all of them. So don't ever stop. Can't stop, won't stop. That's uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, so see, that's what we should end it right there. <laughs> but with that, we just randomly rented all things movies. You know, Magnificent Seven isn't as magnificent as we remembered. Um. But uh, yeah, but thanks for choosing it. You know, that's the thing. Like you said, you know, we just wanted to watch it and get all up. Fortunately, it did. It did not. But yeah, uh, like I said, thanks for joining us. We're gonna keep it too long now. Uh, I've been your boy Final Step Ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. Yeah. <laughs>